The pandemic of 2020 was perhaps one of the most productive times in recent history for homeowners. Renovations and updates inside and out that people simply didn't have time for before, they were given time. But what about young people? They had a lot of time on their hands too. No sports, no social gatherings, or even church groups. Our guests today used their time to kick their creativity in high gear, and they designed a new line of clothing to make you think and to spur on spiritual conversations. Hear their story on this Action in Ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legute, and this is Action in Ministry. The pandemic struck each of us differently. Some hunkered down to stay in touch with the latest news and reports, while others got busy. My dear friend and colleague, Don, who we met last time, has three incredible children. They were stuck at home just like everyone else, and two of them hatched a plan. They began their own creative business with the gospel in mind. Simon and Taya, we are so pumped to hear you guys share your story today with us on Action and Ministry. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Oh, we're glad to be here. <laughs> well, let's start by hearing a little bit about you. Taya, tell us a little bit about yourself so um, we can know more about who you are and what you're up to these days. Um, my name is Taya. I am 18. I'm going to be going to Kansas City Art Institute in the fall to study art and hopefully end up having a career someday in that path. I've pretty much been a Christian most of my life. Obviously, there's been ups and downs where my faith hasn't been as strong, but growing up with a pastor as a dad has really definitely been solid in that. Yeah, absolutely. And Simon, what about you? Hello, I'm Simon Everts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a junior at Lindenwood University studying social media and digital content strategies. Very excited to be doing this because I get to, you know, kind of work my social media muscles out um, and related to like a, a business or something like that. So very fun. So you guys are like everybody else that got stuck earlier this year in the midst of a pandemic. Let's start by talking about what quarantine looked like for you and your family when everything started, when people started getting sent home, what did life look like for you? For us, we have a grandma that lives with us. So she was more at risk during the pandemic. So we took it a little bit more seriously than some people might have just because we wanted her to be safe. So we were definitely not leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Lots of gloves and masks were bought. Yeah, Sanitation is all taken very seriously. So we were kind of confined in a space with our family for a very long time. And Simon, you were at school, right? Did you, ha- you had to move home? Yeah, I was at school. Uh, I actually got the email saying that we were not allowed to stay at school in New Orleans on a mission trip. So I was like, it was very scary because that was a pretty hot zone. Yeah. Were you able to get in and get your stuff out of your dorm room? Yes. Uh, Yeah, I was just able to real quick go in and grab it. But everyone was hustling and bustling to get out of there. So it was pretty hectic. So you're at home with your parents and sibling and grandmother and you're all in the same house, not moving around a whole lot, staying put. What did that experience feel like to be so close to each other again and um, kind of not able to really get away from each other? I'm a big introvert, so 
part of it. I loved <laughs> being alone and just doing whatever I wanted. Yeah. Simon, what did it feel like to be back at home? It was nice to be back at home. Uh, like I said, I was on a mission trip. And so I was really getting the heat for the Lord and really excited to have a bunch of new Christian friends. And then it all just kind of melted away and I was back mm. at home, which really sucked. But being back at home was a little weird. Uh, kind of got tired of my family a little bit, um, <laughs> but that's all right. That's, a, that's to be expected. Well, from what I understand, your new project that we're talking about today is something that sprung out of the pandemic and being at home together. And that project is called the Adriel Collective. Whose idea was this? Um, I'd say it sparked from simply me wanting my parents trying to get me to get a job and do stuff. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I could sell my art. And then one thing led to another. And since we knew Simon wanted to go in the marketing and he was actually really good at that, I enlisted him as for help. And I was like, Hey, I want you to help me try and sell my stuff. I don't know exactly how it became, but we wanted to do clothes. And then one thing led to another. And then we both kind of together were like, let's do this. Yeah. Okay. So your parents say get a job and you guys start a business. That's pretty uh, ambitious, isn't it? Yes. I didn't want to have a boss. So I said, I'll be my own. <laughs> what is it about clothing that made you guys excited to, to try a clothing business? It's something that you wear and show off to people almost, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so to be able to show off Taya's art and even the Lord through that um, was really inspiring and really exciting. Yeah. So the Adriel Collective, it's an interesting name. Simon, can you tell us more about that name and what it means? We originally were going to be called Genesis Collective, but there were quite a few companies and things with that. Uh, so we wanted to be a legal and be <laughs> original. So uh, I literally looked up, where is that? I looked up uh, follower of God in Hebrew, and then uh -huh. I found Adriel. And so Adriel Collective was born. It sounds cool. Looks nice. <laughs> Seems like a great brand name. Taya, tell us what people could expect if they were to see a piece of clothing that is designed from the Adriel Collective. A big goal is to individuality. So mm -hmm. dropping new stuff. I think it's supposed to be subtle Christian clothes that people don't like. It's not going to be just flat out. I love Jesus on a shirt. It's supposed to be something really, really subtle. So if you look at it, you might not be able to tell right away what the goal is from the clothes, but that's kind of the point so that people would question it and wonder. So design wise, it's very um, usually simplistic that you can't really tell what it is exactly when you first look at it. I've seen some of your pieces. They have uh, pictures on the back of maybe an apple, mm -hmm. maybe a story from the book of Genesis. And then there's one that has uh, a drawing of an outline of what Jesus might have looked like. Those kind of subtle pictures are the things that you use to maybe start conversations with the people who are asking you about your clothing and maybe that the people who wear your clothing then can have with the people in their, in their communities as well. Yeah. What different roles do you guys play in the business? How does this work? Uh, Taya is a big art person uh, and she helps out, you know, writing letters for everyone. We do handwritten notes for every single order. Mm. Um, I kind of front marketing. We use TikTok, 
TikTok was really fun. Uh, we've really, really gained a following quite fast, almost 17,000 followers in less than two months, um, yeah. which is kind of crazy. I front that. I also am in charge of built the website on Shopify. Um, and I run that. Tell us time. a little bit more about how you're using social media to promote your business, Simon. We use TikTok primarily. And what I love about TikTok is it is so easy to get your stuff out there. Um, you just got to follow a couple different, you know, cr- criteria things to get a viral video, almost quote unquote viral. We do a lot of like Christian trends on TikTok and then also like, hey, we are Adriel Collective, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So TikTok is mainly used to get us out there. And then we use Instagram to kind of keep our followers up to date and give them like the in inside look, you know. Well, this has probably not been without its challenges along the way. Starting a business can't be the easiest thing in the world. What kind of things have you run into that maybe you didn't anticipate or things that felt hard as you're getting this started and as you've grown as well? I'd say sibling, having to own a company with a sibling. Even us, we like have been BFFs for a while. Like we don't really like argue over little things. There's been a lot of like, just different ideas. And it's weird because we are co-owning it. So like, Mm -hmm. we're trying to take this as seriously as possible, but it's hard not to see him as a sibling and treat him like a sibling, even though there is some sort of like hierarchy in there. You know Mm -hmm. what that means? That was definitely hard. But for me, the one thing that really, really struck me and like hit me to my soul was the amount of just hate that we got on TikTok from Christians. Yeah. I remember one video that I posted, we just do marketing on TikTok. We don't do any uh, long things about theology or anything like that. I posted just a video of me kind of dancing saying, hey, check out my Christian clothing brand. And we just got a bunch of comments that were like, hey, you know, check your theology. It's not good. Blah, blah, blah. This this brand is not Christian. Uh, Just Mm. saying all these just hate comments without looking into what we really were. Um, yeah. And that just really, really uh, was surprising. That's really interesting, Simon. What do you do when you encounter those types of difficult conversations or difficult comments on social media? How do you handle that? Um, well, uh, I got some help from, uh, from you, actually. <laughs> um, we normally, if it's just a blatant, hey, I don't believe in this, uh, I don't really respond to it, but if it's something, if they're saying that we're not Christian, if they're saying different hate comments, we normally just answer with a question, say, hey, why do you think that? Why do you believe that? And like hit them with some genuine, hey, I want to know and understand your feelings and opinions um, Mm -hmm. to kind of catch them off guard and to kind of get them to talk about it. Because that's really what we are. We're here to spark spiritual conversations. And so if they're hitting us with that, hate, that's a great opportunity to, you know, follow up with a spiritual conversation, you know? Yeah, that's really cool. I love that the art behind your product is something that's meant to spark conversations, but also the ethos behind it is something that's meant to spark conversations as well. Taya, what do you put in the notes that you send out to the people who've purchased your products? Well, every single one is different, but they kind of, some of them have like pretty similar um, like outline. So I'll thank them for ordering it. And I'll mention that we are really excited about getting these orders and the support that we've been getting online. And then in everyone I say, Hey, by the way, we pray over every order that goes out. And then this is the order. This is the prayer we feel 
mm. for this order and then I'll write it down and then I'll do a little heart and I'll say Adriel. <laughs> and um, usually we put links to everything. So this is our Instagram or TikTok or email, just if they want to contact us. Some of them are different. Sometimes I just feel like I'll say something about the pandemic, like, mm-hmm. hey, this is how we're feeling is maybe really stuffed up, but this is how God's feeling and how God's grace is bigger than this. And and basically I just kind of let God control it. And I just let the pen write. Yeah. Whatever he does. I heard a rumor that one of the, the tools that your father designed from the reluctant witness and the research that went into that is a spiritual conversation card. And I heard a, I heard a little rumor that maybe those get sent out as well. Is that true? Yep, we just pop them in the little envelopes and keep them in the packages. Yeah, so each person who orders from you gets a handwritten note, and they get a tool in their hands that helps them actually have spiritual conversations with the people in their life. Yeah. <laughs> what cool things have come out of this? We asked about the challenges, but what what really neat things have you seen? For me, um, it's been really cool to just watch, you know, uh, I'm in the marketing side. I get, I get to see how many comments that we get that are, hey, I love this. You're my favorite brand, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's been really cool. Like I said, getting to a, insane numbers on social media in two months that I never yeah, have even dreamed of. But also uh, different names in the TikTok Christian community um, have just popped up in the comments that are like, hey, I love what you're doing. This is a great job. Um, so it, if any of you know who like David Myers is, Max Moulton, Frankie Lagana, those are all huge names in the Christian TikTok industry. And they're just giving us props. They're saying, hey, nice job. It's, it's really cool. Reached out to us. And that just makes us feel like we're doing something pretty crazy. Yeah. What kind of goals do you guys have for the Adriel Collective? I'd say getting as much stuff out there as possible. I think it'd be cool to reach like lots of different places. I'd say if we could get like a, a note back or something that's saying like, hey, this is what our clothes did and helped spark a conversation. I think that would be like, okay, we're doing something. I'd be definitely proud of that. Just getting different things out. Like I said, it's all about individuality. We don't want to like do a ton of the same things, like creating new designs, doing new stuff. We just want to get people excited about something. And so mm-hmm. I think if people show that they're excited, I think that would be a, a good, I would be proud about that. Yeah. In terms of the business aspect, um, in terms of goals that we have, um, within, hmm, I'd say maybe six months, uh, we're planning on shipping worldwide um, instead of just nationally, which is a pretty big goal. Um, And then we're also in the works of getting our YouTube channel set up and having like kind of different episodes planned out and whatnot. We're going to go really hard with that. Just continue, drop new clothes every month. Mm. Well, I am a parent and I look at what you guys are doing and think, man, I hope for this type of creativity and inspiration for my children to be motivated to to live out their faith in this kind of way. To what do you attribute the maturity of your faith and wanting to put it into action in this? Definitely our parents are a big part of it and the people who have mentored us and the experiences we've had have really... Mm-hmm had a big impact on that I think also just trial and error of just living and trial and error making mistakes Mm -hmm. what do you think Simon I mean you talked about being on a mission trip and Taya's talking about this community of people what are the things that inspire you to dig into what your faith is and what you believe and then to live that out 
Yeah, it really has to do with who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, I know in college, I've really struggled with finding good friends and good people that support me and help me become who I want to be. And for a while, you know, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. I was just hanging out with my uh, my teammates and people like that. And it took me until my sophomore year of college to just kind of realize, hey, I need to make Christian friends and surround myself with people who help me and support me uh, through my priorities, which is Christianity and uh, relationship with God. My recommendation to anyone who's going into college or into high school even is to surround yourself with people who are good Christian friends who will support you in your relationship with God, um, because that's been the big thing for me to help me do that. Well, it's so fun to watch what you guys are doing, and I have to say that I'm inspired by it. I'm learning from watching the things that you guys are doing, and I think it's just so incredible. And I think you have a lot to offer uh, to, to everyone who's watching you. That inspiration, I think, goes really deep. So if someone was listening and they were wondering how they could be creative or take an idea and move it to actual execution and putting their faith into action, what words of advice, what wisdom do you have to share on that topic? Just do it. <laughs> do, it, do it do something you're good at too that you're confident in because if you're if you get that insecurity and that I know when Simon had those hate comments and he was getting a little insecure I was like no we need to we need to know where our faith is and our faith is in God and he's way more constant than we are so mm. trusting that God is doing way more than you are and because of that just do it but do something you're confident in don't lose sight in the goal and in God mm. Well, I think you guys are great. And I think that that is a great piece of advice for all of us. So um, as an encouragement, go out there and keep doing such a great job. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. In our journey with the Lord, we received so many gifts along the way. One of the gifts of this pandemic for many has been time to reflect, time to think, time to create what lessons and insights we can learn from Simon and Taya. They did not waste the opportunity God gave them. They wanted to make a greater impact on individuals they encounter by spurring on spiritual conversations with creative artwork and are doing just that. Is God urging you to apply your talents and time for His kingdom? How will you make an impact? That's Action and Ministry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legute. Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action, and send us an email.